Welcome to another podcast at Good Enough for Government Work. Episode 20 with Greg, Brian, and Lisa. Today's topic is going to be about have we lost respect in today's society? Is good manners a lost art? Sweet. What's up, B-Man? You know, uh, I'm just excited to uh, get another podcast going. Uh, I'm also excited to to have our guests with us here to talk about the topic we'll be going over today. Yeah, man. I think it's pretty cool. Uh, Lisa, Lisa wanted to join us on this one. She's got, uh, she's got some pretty good stories or feels very passionate about this topic. I think a lot of people do, um, feel really passionate, um, about what we're going to talk about today, you know, in society and with respect. So I'm going to start out with a quote, like I always do. Um, and so here we go. Quote, when you practice gratefulness, there is a sense of respect towards others. I'll say it again. When you practice gratefulness, there is a sense of respect towards others. And that's by Dalai Lama. So, you know, I also, I I pulled some fact finding stuff. What's that, dude? I like the quotes. You always come up with good quotes. Well, I try to. I try to. What's good good about quotes is like uh, when you practice like, uh, um, gratefulness or like how to be grateful for things like it's good to have quotes that kind of can keep you motivated keep you going and so um i i challenge our listeners to you know go and buy a inspirational quote book or something or even if you just look it up on online or uh download an app that can give you the quote for the day and just have a quote for each day that you can kind of keep in the back of your mind that can be somewhat inspirational for you you know what? There's also a way too is to actually have a notebook and to write quotes in there that you like. And then when you feel down or if you just want to just flip into it, you open up your notebook and you look at a quote that you wrote down. Yeah, I like that. yeah, absolutely. It's good to have a book, like a leadership book, like we use in the military. You can jot stuff down and um, and, and yeah, I like that a lot, Lisa. We can always put something motivational and inspir- inspirational to keep people uh, going because we deal with a lot of negativity. You know, V uh, Man and I have talked with other podcasts, uh, and we talked about how negative things are nowadays. And I don't quite understand what's going on. Why, what's the deal? I mean, I know we want you know we want to be respected by our bosses, our colleagues, and even our friends and family, but it takes it takes work to earn respect. First, you have to give respect, act and think with confidence, and you got to be learned. You got, you have to learn to be trusted. So trust is, has a, is a big part of respect. But I think you've hit it right on the dot there. You have to give respect to earn respect. Right. So is that something that's learned at a young age or is that something learned when you, are the, should the parents be teaching that or do they learn that in school or is that something they learn when they get to their first job or with a mentor or somebody in leadership role that's supposed to teach that? Like what, when do we, when are we supposed to learn that? I mean, honestly, like for me, like I, I teach, I teach a lot of parenting classes and like one of my mentors and like um, um, somebody who's you know a leading expert in the field had told me, um, early on that's always resonated with me and it's always stuck with me 
And so I use it a lot with like clients is if you don't have control of your child at the age of six, you will not have control of your child at the age of 16. And so like modeling respect and um, it's not even just about respect at that age, but it's modeling like um, how to be vulnerable, how to ask for help, like things that will build um, you into a person that has the characteristics of somebody that is respectful, right? Um, and so I always teach that to a lot of my a lot of my parents, um, even to like when I do premarital counseling. And if individuals are looking to potentially have kids in their future, I always you know want to uh, kind of set uh, plant that seed for them, you know. Yeah, no, I you know I like that. It's it's uh, building the foundation, right? So I feel like. Uh, one of the things that we need to do is, uh, as parents, right, is um, basically teach your kids, you know, they shouldn't be their best friends. They should actually teach them and get them prepared for life. What do you think? What do you, Lisa, Lisa's like ready to jump on something. All right, go ahead, Lisa. Did I say something wrong? No, I think that is the, the best thing that you have to do. You cannot and you should not be a child's best friend. You can be your child's best friend when they are an adult, but not when they are a kid. You cannot, you cannot, and you should not um, bribe them. You should not um, give them everything that they want as a child. Yeah, because that, yeah, that's a bad learning trait, right? Like then they're spoiled. It's like a well, it's like it's like a dog, right? You give it food every time it like makes a noise. Eh, hey, give me food, rough, rough, you know. So Well, I mean, honestly, like what you're you know, what I took out of that, Lisa, is like um setting strong boundaries early is is beneficial for everybody to include children. Children need to know that there's this boundary and that um yeah, you can be friendly towards your kids, but like you're not their best friend, and 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 you should you shouldn't want that for them. You want them to create a best friend with somebody outside the household that they can grow up with and confide in, and all these things, right? Like, um, but but they would, you know, but building that respect, like they have to respect you as a parent, as an adult, as you know, a figure of somebody in authority, um to be able to model what proper behavior is going to be like for them um, not, and also to model like what a loving relationship should look like, you know, like you're the first person that, that your child is going to learn from and they watch everything you do and they soak things up like a sponge. And so it's a lot of responsibility that we have to uh, show respect, but, but it brings me to like my biggest point when I talk to, to clients, like first we have to respect ourselves before we can try to gain any type of respect from somebody else. Right. And so trying to learn what that means, like, what does it mean to respect yourself above all else? Yeah, no, that's a good point, man. That's uh that's taught. That should be taught. That should be taught and learned, right. A learned trait and, and taught and the, and the parents need to point out why you need to respect yourself. Um, you know, when I see a, a, a nice young man or a nice lady, uh, when I say that, like a teenager, right, and they're dressed properly and they look clean cut um, and they carry themselves with uh, professionalism at such a young age, 
um, and they have manners. I, you know, nowadays when I see that, I'm just like, man, who's their parents? They did a great job. Um, so I, I just, I think that's, um, yeah, that's a, that's a learn, but also the parents need to to teach that because it's, it's not up to the school to teach the kids how to be kids. It's up to the parents. And like you said, Brian, the, the foundation, it starts early. Like you, what did you say? Five or six. Um, and, and oh, that's yeah. early. Yeah. But I've also yeah, seen even, even earlier, even earlier than that. It's just by the time that they're five or six, it's already been like the trend has already been set. Right. But the other thing I just want to bring up is that. So even though the parents at an early age are teaching these children, you know, to have manners, but as they go into adulthood, if they don't teach them, the adults can still treat their parents very disrespectful. So, yeah. So now we're moving into like, all right, further along, right? Like, so now the kid has grown up, uh, young man, young lady has grown up and let's say they're in their twenties, right? Mid twenties, you know, they're finally moving out, of, moving out of the house. Finally, you hope so. So they, they graduate college, you know, the parents more than likely probably pay for their schooling. Um, and now they're, they got to get a job. They need to get out and start being an adult. Um, and so one of the, one of the things that, uh, that we've, that we've all seen is, you know, so, you know, one of these kids and they're talking, basically they're being rude to their parents in public, right? They're being disrespectful and they're, you know, I'll call it, they're acting like assholes to their parents. So. And we all see it. We see it every day. And that's sad because your parents are the ones that brought you into this world. Right. And it goes back to the thing of respect, right? Respecting your parents. You don't have to agree with your parents once you're over 18. Cause guess what? You're over 18. You're considered an adult and you can move out now. Um, but when I see, when I see older people, even in their thirties and they're acting like a little spoiled brat and they're at work or they're treating their parents, uh, in an ill mannered, uh, way, um, that, you know what, that's, that just tells me they weren't brought up right. Cause well, I, you know, yeah. And I do want to, I do want to kind of play devil's advocate for just a second. Like, I think that there are circumstances where parents can do everything right. And like, um, and their child still is disrespectful and still, you know, like not the, the type of productive member of society that they're, that, that they could be or should be. Um, so I don't think all the blame can go back on parents. And that's where it comes back to what we talked about early on, which is like setting those, those really strong, healthy boundaries as a parent. Like sometimes you can do everything right. Um, and unfortunately, let's say if your, your child gets exposed to drug use, like, I mean, what do you, you know, they're going to be disrespectful. They're going to be stealing, lying, all these things, because that's what, you know, like uh, addictive behaviors can, can, can cause. And so as a parent, like, I don't want parents out there to think that like, if your child is disrespectful, that like you've, that it is just 100% your fault and you totally screwed up. Cause that's not always the case. No, that's um, true. No, you know, absolutely. So, I agree. I, I really want to, I really want to pound that point home of like, sometimes we can do it, everything like, perfectly you know right by the book or whatever like nobody's perfect but like you get what i mean and still it doesn't quite work out but like that's where from an early early age setting clear healthy uh strict boundaries and being consistent right and like consistently keeping your promises so like when you tell your child like hey if you do this and this is going to be the consequence so don't do it again 
like if you keep saying it over and over and over and over like they're gonna learn like okay yeah whatever no big deal but like if you if you follow through and you're being consistent with it because like your actions speak louder than your words um then what it does is it allows for you at some point down the road if you're needing to then follow through with your health your healthy strict boundary of like sometimes sometimes you have to be like well until you can clean up your act and get your stuff together you can no longer be a part of this household like unfortunately that like there's some parents that it comes down to that sometimes and like it sucks to have to do that but by you being consistent and laying the foundation early on it helps you to be able to cope with having to do that like well it's not like they didn't know it's not like you know so um yeah i just kind of wanted to no, no, I, I, you know, I agree, Brian. No, it's not, it's not all on the parents, right? I mean, there's a, there's quite a bit, but it's not all because the, the child or whoever it is, I call it a young adult. Uh, they could, um, you know, be stubborn or whatever, but there's definitely, I mean, you, t- you touched the point. There's got to be some accountability, right? You got to learn accountability because once you get mm-hmm. older, you're going to be accountable for a lot of stuff because life doesn't get any easier as we get older, as we know. And so, um, accountability is important, right? You need to hold that standard to yourself, um, and then hold standards, um, to others, right. As you move up in leadership roles. So, um, knowing, you know, and, and maybe forging some kind of priorities, like trying to figure, trying to fit like some of these, like what I try to like to do is mentor, like ment. I'm a bit, you know, Brian, we talk about leadership and mentorship. And I, when I have an opportunity, um, to mentor, uh, a young adult um, that's having issues. Cause you can tell when they're having issues and you, and they just, you just, when you're helping somebody um, that's having trouble and nobody else seems to want to help them, it just, to me, it feeds the soul and I love it. So uh, when I can lend a helping hand, especially when it deals with like school or business or uh, they're for, you know, they're run, like Lisa and I, you know, are, are helping people. We're helping one specific person right now. And, and she's having trouble with her first, uh, she's in the military and she's having trouble with, um, you know, some colleagues or whatever, but, uh, you know, we try to mentor her and give her good advice and, and it seems like it's working, right. Cause she's, she's, uh, implementing those certain things that she, that resonates to her and she can, and as that, as that happens, she develops as a leader and as a person, right. So good things in the future for, for her. Um, and yeah. this is a great, this is a great journey for this person, right. So hopefully everybody goes through that journey. Well, I like the fact that you bring up like the mentoring piece because it's huge because not everybody is fortunate enough to come from an upbringing that fosters the type of relationship that is needed for you to learn respect um, and how to be respectful and how to be respected at a young age. And sometimes then you grow up into a young adult and you might be respectful to others, but then you might actually feel like people walk all over you and that others don't respect you, even though you're giving respect. And so, um, like, I see that a lot in my daily practice when I'm working with individuals, like super respectful, like, oh, you know, but they just feel like, um, like, what's wrong with me? Like, I just keep getting walked all over. Like I, I show respect and, and then I feel like I don't get any back. And it's like, it, it's nothing wrong with you per se, but we do need to, make some changes we need to do some things differently and oftentimes when that happens there's a really good book that i always love to recommend um and it's called the gifts of imperfection so um by Brene brown and it's you know how do you let go of who you think you're supposed to be and embrace who you are and like 
what it does is it goes back and it helps and give you like helps you to create like this mental transformation of like who you thought you were supposed to be and just embrace who you are and how to demand respect for yourself to then demand respect from other people for you like stop being you know like a mat that people are just going to walk all over yeah don't you know yeah don't be the person that says oh feel sorry for me you know take it goes back to take accountability um but you know there's so it's funny we talk you know there's so many topics that fall under word word respect right and Mm -hmm. so i mean i got some notes right here um you know Here's one right here. I'm just going to name a couple, right? I and mean, we can we can grab one that sounds pretty uh, pretty appealing. But here's one. Be prepared, right? So let's say you're coming into a meeting and uh, don't come in there nonchalant and not prepared because people might need some answers, right? That's respecting other people's times. Um, own it. Here's another one. Own it. Guess what? You might have screwed something up or uh, fucked something yeah. up. You might as well just own up to it and be uh, a leader about it. And just fix the problem instead of trying to point the finger at somebody else. Be on time. Yep. Be on time. That's another one, right? Like when I came from the military to civilian world, it used to irk me because in the military, they're like, you need to be there 10 minutes early before it starts. Then you go to a corporate job and it's like five or 10 minutes after the hour when you're supposed to start. And it's like, hey, what's going on here? I got other stuff to do. It's called respecting other people's time. What was another one you were looking at, Lisa? Um, never miss a deadline, never miss a deadline, right? Cause there's other people. Yeah. Cause there's other people that might need your product and they need that product. Uh, and I'm talking work related, right? Um, they might need that in order to do their job or their team. And then they pass it on. And it just keeps going up the chain. Right. So, um, there's a, there's a lot of things, you know, and also take the high road. I like this one. Take the high road. It just popped out, set high standards, yeah. set high standards for yourself. And do everything you can to meet everyday expectations. Apologize when you're wrong. Ooh, that's a good one, man. Because when you're wrong, you're wrong. For instance, um, I just had an incident that um, I did on Facebook where I um, actually, someone called me out on uh, a flower I named that was wrong. And I said, hey, thank you for letting me know that I named that flower wrong. And... I went and I changed it and I said, okay, I was sorry. Hmm, move on. Boy, that was tough, wasn't it, to apologize or say you're wrong. <laughs> a lot of people's ego get in the way, don't they, B-Man? Hey, you know, I've been known to be wrong once in my life. So. Oh, come on, oh, man. No both way. Both you guys have been wrong a few times. So, <laughs> all right, so on that, <laughs> note, on that note, I got something that, that I want to share. Like, okay. A lot of times a lot of times when I'm working with, with individuals, like um, one of the most important important aspects to like showing respect not only for yourself but to others too is just being willing to change your mind on on things that on your perspective right like don't be so close-minded be willing to have an open mind be willing to change your mindset based off of new information that you've gathered or based off of somebody else's perspective or um you know like oftentimes Um, that stubbornness can really lead to a lot of fractured relationships and not just like intimate relationships, but even work relationships and friendships and all these, you know, so the willingness to be, the willingness to be, you know, open to changing your mind on, on subjects. Yeah. 
No, yeah, man, it's being flexible. Zemper Gumby, right? Zemper Gumby. Yeah, anybody in the Marine Corps knows what that means, even in the military, right? I've heard of that in the Army side, too, but I think Lisa's got an example. What do you got? I got several examples, actually. Pick the best one. I got several. (laughs) He wants me short and and sweet. A couple examples. One is holding a door open. So when you open a door open for people, you know how you sometimes have those people that open the door and they just hold it open up so they can get through. And then it closes on the person behind them and they run right into it head first. (laughs) Don't you love those people, Brian? But hold, oh yeah, you know, um, hold the door open. It's not that hard to hold the door open long enough to get someone sure. else in. Or how about carrying groceries for an elderly woman, right? Just doing something nice on a daily basis. I mean, honestly, that goes back to like I was just at um, our Hotworks convention, and the CEO basically, like, he was talking about all this stuff, and he said it all boils down to just show kindness, just yes. be kind, right? Like. Um, just being kind in, in, in your interactions is a way to show a lot of respect for, for people. And like, and it costs nothing for you to be kind to somebody and it might change their whole day. Smile. Yeah. All it takes is a smile or a high when you bypass somebody, you could be making someone's day. Correct. Right. Yeah. You never know what they're dealing with. Right. And if you, like you said, Lisa, you walk by and you smile, you might've just changed something that could have been really bad. Exactly. It doesn't take that much. And it's a smile. And and you know, it falls under smiling and doing all this cool stuff that we're talking about. It's called making time for others. So basically you're taking, you're taking out of your busy schedule, right? Everybody says they're busy. Oh, I'm busy. I'm busy. Really? You control. Yeah. You never, (laughs) well, you are busy, dude. Good Lord. But you can always take the time to brighten somebody's day. You can take, you just take 30 seconds to a minute or even half an hour. You're right. You take somebody out. Um, We used to do this, this proponent thing when I was younger in the military, when I was coming up my, and my boss or mentor would take me to lunch like once a month. And I would just talk about, we would talk about whatever we wanted to talk about with leadership and mentor. And I think that's something that I haven't heard about anybody else doing that uh, at all. I, I, wonder, I think that's a lost art. Like the senior people should be taken out, like find a mentor that you respect and say, hey, I would like to go out to lunch or whatever and pick your brain and, and learn some things. I, I think that's really important. It's, and it fall, that falls under making the time for your people, right? Well, you know what? You know what? I, I'm glad that you mentioned that because like, so anybody out there that's listening to this, if you ever want to become a great leader. And this is something that um, Sergeant Major Lance Nutt talks a lot about. And he's the, he's the president and founder of uh, Sheepdog Impact Assistance. Um, go and search and read and learn about what it, what it is to be a servant leader. So servant leadership. And that's exactly what Greg is talking about is like being a servant leader. So, um, Switching your mindset from being like an authoritative leader to a servant leader is going to get you much further in life and give you much more fulfillment. Um, and you're going to touch way more lives doing that. So if you're ever looking to, to become a leader of anything to any degree, if you, if you can follow the principles of a, a servant leader, um, you're going to, you're going to be doing great. Absolutely. And, that, and 
to be a servant leader. I like that word. I actually have it on my LinkedIn um, under sheepdog is, is servant leader. Um, but to be able to some of the attributes like you were saying, Brian, you have to have uh, generosity. You have to have a big heart. You want to see the best for people. And there's got to be empathy. And I'll say that again. Empathy is very important as a leader to help people because as a leader um, and we sort of shifted off a little bit off respect, but I think leadership and accountability and respect all go to hand in hand. So with with empathy, uh, the leader is I've never seen a team fail if the leader wants their people to be successful because that person is raising leaders. That person is not holding people down. They're actually creating leaders. And in, in turn, they're building respect for themselves. And then in return off of that, other people are going to respect them for that. And leaders actually want to encourage their people to go further and want to go beyond what their leader has gone. So yeah. achieve more. So there is one thing I have found that is interesting. So I found this on the web. It's Respect. So respect, actually, if you take respect and you break it down, it says, remember basic kindness. That's the R. The E, encourage others. S, it says, stand firm in your convictions. But I, let me go back. So encourage others. That is one thing that Greg and I do, especially when we do our outdoor adventures we encourage others to try new things especially with kayaking especially with those who have never done it before and we have done that quite a bit lately and our last two outdoor adventures and kayaking there's quite a few people who have never even done it and we're like you can do this <laughs> yeah get me so you're you're motivating them right so what's s go down lisa the rest of them and then we can talk okay. about them stand firm in your convictions P, play fair and smart. E, extend a helping hand. C, cause no harm. T, think before you speak. And this is a can you huge say, can one. Can you say that again? Yeah, so what's, what's respect? What does it stand for, Lisa? T, think before you speak. And the, the, all it spells out to respect. So just real quick, I'm going to reiterate. I thought I liked that a lot. So R's remember basic kindness. E, encourage others. S, stand firm in your convictions. P, play fair and smart. E, extend a helping hand. C, cause no harm. And T, think before you speak. And that all, and that's a great analogy, respect, right? Like if people follow that, um, we wouldn't, heck, we wouldn't even be on this podcast, right? We wouldn't be, because this world would be great. We'd be talking about fun stuff, right? But, uh. Um, I like that. I definitely like that. So, um, also yeah. I, I feel like another big, a big thing, and we got a couple minutes here, but I feel like you got to count your blessings, right? There's got to be a count. You got, you got to celebrate like your accomplishments and be grateful for everything you have. And that sort of goes and sets the mind tone or the mindset for being, uh, having respect for yourself and for others. Is just saying, hey, you know what? Waking up every morning and just saying, hey, carpe diem, let's seize the day, and just do and just putting your mind, your brain, brain housing group that you're going to do positive things every day for people, and usually it works out that things will come back your way like a boomerang, 
that are pretty yeah. positive, right? It just seems like yes. that way. You help others, and when you least expect it, you get a little helping hand from upstairs. So, hey, you guys, I'm, I'm interested. Um, I, I would like to hear from each one of us, like, what's something that has happened to us recently where we felt like somebody showed us a lot of respect? And I can go first since, since I'm putting all of us on the spot. Like, so, so just the other day was National Purple Heart Day. And one of my really good friends um, wrote a Facebook post on my page, um, put a few pictures of me on there and wrote this really great uh, thing about like what the day is, what it means to him and what it means to him to know me and somebody who does have a purple heart. And like, it was like very touching and it showed that like he has so much respect for me for my service, for, you know, the, the, the person, not only just my service, but then like the person that I've chosen to become since my service, like I didn't allow it to just like hold me down. Like it, I allowed it to propel myself forward, you know, similar to like the post, post-traumatic growth concept that we, that we've talked about in the, in the past. And like, so that, that really touched my heart. And so his name was Drew, one of my really good friends. So I want to just a little shout out to Drew for doing that for me and how much it really meant. Man, that's awesome, dude. I know, uh, you know, when you least expect it, like uh, when I, in my short stint, when I was, when I came out of the military, remember being, man, I was teaching high school for that one year. And and one of the things that, uh, that I liked is called a lollipop moment. And it's like reaching out and doing something kind for somebody. And I'd tell the students after the, on Fridays, go out and do something kind and then tell me Monday and Tuesday what it, uh, what you did. Um, and if they came back and said they didn't do anything, then I made sure that they had an assignment, right? And once they used to catch on to that. And so I was trying to get them to start getting that mindset of helping people, helping people, helping people. And it falls under that leadership and respect uh, and accountability, right? Because once they start mm-hmm. seeing that, then they say, wow, I really can do some good things and lead them in the right direction. So, All right. Hey, so now we're back. We're talking about that was an awesome story, Brian, about uh, the Purple Heart and your friend reaching out. Um, so I know Lisa has a, a quick example um, of somebody being kind. So the other day we Greg and I walked into my aunt's nursing home and um, as we're standing there getting my aunt ready, all of a sudden one of the assistants that we knew, Bree, yells out, hey, Lisa, I missed you. And I looked at her and I said, okay, <laughs> thank you, Bree. <laughs> That's my story. Oh, yeah, that was pretty cool. I, yeah, she doesn't, cool. yeah, she just came out of nowhere and said that. That's awesome. Yeah, it caught me by, it it caught like, me by surprise. She, she just a little, cool. a little bit of kindness. Yes, it was like totally surprised me, but I said, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. That was pretty cool. And she bought, get this. B man, she bought a sheepdog hat. Yeah. Next time I, I brought a hat over and she supported a uh, sheepdog. Nice. Yeah, impact assistance. So, so um I knew I liked I knew I liked her for a reason. Yeah. So <laughs> she, yeah, she's headed down to Myrtle Beach. So she's gonna represent the sheepdog impact assistance Western Wisconsin team down there. So um yeah, I'm trying to think here. Let's see. Mine would have to be with Sheepdog um on the last trip. We just did a kayaking event, uh, excuse me, with about 30 people. And one of our members uh, that's dealing with uh, quite a bit of anxiety um, and some other some other issues, uh, we were going down the kayak, and I, I remember I pulled up next to him, and I said, hey, how you doing? He looks at me, and he goes, I couldn't think of anywhere else I'd rather be right now. 
right? Nice. Yeah. And I just, I smiled. I looked at him and I was like, yeah, it's pretty nice out here, isn't it? And he's like, yeah, he needed it. He definitely needed it. Right. So and we all, we all need something like that. Everyone's alone, right. Yeah. Recharge the batteries. And that's like that respect for ourselves is like knowing when we need to just unplug and do some self-care. Yeah. Like, um, absolutely. Self-care. I mean, we talked about one of those, uh, previous episodes back mm -hmm. um 10 or so 10 or 15 episodes we talked about self-care um and it goes back to being you know one of the things about respect to is uh being fully present uh for each moment right so basically just sitting there and, and soaking it in um and, and enjoying and res basically re respecting the things around you right if that's people if it's nature um whatever it is. Right. So, um, it's basically you're, you're trying to lead a meaningful life. When you start doing that, you start in, entering into different boundaries of your life and it can get pretty deep, man. I sort I like that. I like that. So anyhow, he, uh, at the end we got, we finished up and, uh, he, can I, one other thing. Yeah, sure. So with you just saying that one other thing is phones. When you're with somebody, put down the phone. What, do you have an example of that? Yes, oh, I do. Let's hear it. Greg um, and maybe I. You shouldn't have asked. Maybe, maybe you shouldn't have asked, Greg. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I hope I'm not in trouble because I'm usually pretty good about that. But no, I think no. she's got a good story. Actually, Greg and I usually will go out and um, sit at the bar. And we usually talk to each other and then and or other people will talk, start talking with us. And I start looking around sometimes and there will be couples sitting around but with each other and they have their phones right in front of each other and i'm like put them down <laughs> just put them down yeah you want to run over there and grab the phone and <laughs> chuck it across right across the freaking it, just put them down that's a respect thing right it's a respect thing yep you're respecting each other's time and especially if you're with somebody that you care about right you love and you care you don't you don't do that that, that you're, you're wasting people's time, right? You're wasting each other's time. Even friends. I think, I think just people just, people need to realize that like, the greatest gift that you can give to somebody is your time. It's like the, the one thing that you can never give back, right? Like, and so we have to, we have to respect it. We have to cherish it. We have to live in those moments. Absolutely. And that's why, yeah. And time is important and uh, creating great memories, right? Exactly. So that was my last example of the day. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like that. It was pretty good. I don't, I don't really have it. B man, you got anything else, man? I don't really have anything else. I guess the only other thing too is like, uh, um, in order to, to like, if you want to be better at being respectful to either yourself or others is, um, pay attention to, uh, the internal self-talk that you have, right? And like what you say to yourself, uh, will influence a lot of your behaviors and like your perception of things, whether it's about yourself or about others. And so um, if, if you're, if you just do a little bit of awareness of like that internal self-talk, it's going to help a lot. It, it'll go a long ways. Sweet, man. I like it. Yeah. So and some affirmations, affirmations go a long way too. So like give a few affirmations, you know, like even if somebody's not doing, doing their best work, like as a boss, if they're not doing their best work, like, point out at least something that they are doing well like they're 
they can't just totally be you know messing up in every area like let them know like hey you know what like yeah that that assignment was late but you know what i really do appreciate you know you doing this or this or like hey i know that that it was hard for you to get this in on time because you know you have a lot of stuff going on in your personal life and like i do appreciate you getting it in and well you know it's like show some appreciation some affirmations and and it can it can really go a long way and you never know like how much somebody else is needing that in that moment good point i like it man and so with that um i just got one thing man i like that b man is uh i always like to put the bottom line here so um the bottom line here is uh treat people the way you want to be treated talk to people the way you want to be talked to respect is earned people it's not given I like it. And don't forget to comment and give us some feedback.